Hey friends, just want to give you some context for this particular message. It was recorded mostly on the back of a bicycle on March 29th, 2020, while we were in the time of the quarantine. So hope you are able to connect with God and that he speaks to you. Enjoy. We thank you for being able to do this remotely in a way that we can all still kind of get together. God, we thank you for all of our friends online. We thank you for all of our friends who couldn't be here. God, we want to pray. Just lift up everyone who's maybe feeling a little bit of cabin fever. Also, anyone who's feeling not well. God, that you just surround them with your peace, with your mercy. Um, God, we just want to uh, ask you to be with us through the rest of our gathering today, that you would open up our hearts and our minds, that you would give us clarity, that you would help us as we open up your word to really hear from you and hear from your spirit in a special way today. So, God, we ask you to connect us, keep us connected even as we kind of move today and as we do something a little interesting, and we ask you to do all this in the strong and in the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Well, you can see that we are moving out of the Hope Springs bunker now, and we're actually going to be going on a little bit, um, little bit of a ride today. So we're going to try something new and interesting. Hopefully you'll bear with us, and hopefully the internet will keep working and we'll still be able to see you. So. Just give us a second to get set up here. I'm hoping you all can still hear me. All right. We all ready? All right. Away we go. So today you can probably see that I got another crazy idea for a message. And so I thought today we'd try something that I've been wanting to try for a while. I'm going to call this the Hope Springs Right About. You ever get an idea in your brain for a while, like a really good idea, it's gonna be really tough to do. Maybe it's gonna be even nearly impossible to do. And you just end up keep, you keep talking yourself out of it. You just keep giving yourself reasons why you can't do it. Well, today I put all those reasons to the side and I decided that we would try it. There's nothing like a pandemic to get us to try new things. So fam, let's try something new today. Just a quick note, if I happen to lose you, I am hoping that I will be able to reconnect with you all. So just stay on the Facebook page. And if I end up losing you, then I will reconnect with you as soon as I possibly can. So there are images in the Bible, pictures that recur over and over and over and over again. These pictures happened from the very beginning. Some of the pictures you're pretty familiar with, pictures like light, like in the beginning, God said, let there be light. Some other ones you're familiar with too, plants. Plants keep coming up in the Bible over and over again. Mountains, beautiful mountains keep coming up. They come up over and over again in the scriptures. And today, what's going to be coming up over and over again for us 
are rivers. Rivers are over and over and over again in the scripture. Literally from the beginning, people of the scriptures are obsessed with rivers. They're obsessed in such a way that one of the most specific things in the creation story in Genesis is this description of the rivers. We have the Pishon and the Gehon and the Tigris and the Euphrates. That's not all. It doesn't just happen in the beginning. It happens later. We have our brother, little baby Moses, in the Nile River floating in a basket. We have the River Jordan, where John the Baptist does his work, where Jesus is baptized. Always rivers, rivers in the imagination and the recollection of humans. Rivers are powerful, they give life. Give life, they bring food, they bring power, they bring locomotion. Gives us water to drink. Rivers haven't always been a symbol of just life. They've also been a symbol of destruction. Of flooding. Especially for those of us who live so close to its banks. Like so much of our lives. And certainly in these dark times. Rivers can be treacherous. treacherous to people's lives and livelihoods. It can also be just treacherous to those who don't know how to go with the flow. We too here in Siouxland, we'd be nothing. The city literally would not be here without the river. I was born here, lived here for much of my life. Honestly, I haven't had much of a personal connection with the river. It's always just kind of been something that's been here. It was here before me. It'll be here after me. Rivers are also mysterious. And I'm aware of all the scientific reasons the scientific explanations for where the water comes from. Some of you all might be like, well, that's not even science. That's just common sense, of which I don't have much. But doesn't some part of a river still mystify you? You know, sometimes the questions of our childhood still stand. And here's my question with the river. You know, where's it, where's it all coming from, all this water? Where's it all going? Do you remember this? Can you think back to when you were a kid? You stood on the banks of the river and you asked this question. I'm aware of the water cycle and yes, I have played on the water cycle table at the kids museum, it's amazing. But someplace deep, and I mean really deep, the kid in me is still pretty baffled by the whole thing. 
Where's it all coming from? Where's it all going? These are some good old questions any old time. But frankly, they seem pretty per pertinent right now as we consider the river of life. As we look to God for help as we navigate these treacherous waters, these dangerous times. So we come to the river. We come like everyone before us. We come like everyone after us. We come to the river. You know, the scriptures themselves are like a river, a stream, this flowing interaction between God and people. And I love it when we take time to just enter into that stream. So in a couple minutes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read you a bunch of river scriptures from the Bible, intermixed with some times of quiet reflection so you can really hear from God and enter into that stream. My hope is that this functions as sort of a meditation. My hope is that you can hear from God in a personal way. Really that for you, like for everyone before us and everyone after us, we would use these ancient words. We'd use these ancient words to help us navigate treacherous waters. So I'm just gonna read and ride. Maybe we can all go with the flow of the spirit, the flow of the breath, the flow of the wind of God as we head down to the river. Why don't you bow your heads and close your eyes and get quiet. Just take a moment. Just a moment of quiet reflection as you head down to the river. Maybe you might ask yourself, you might ask God to speak to you in a personal way, a way that makes sense, a way that you can hear. So why don't you bow your heads and close your eyes. Get quiet. God, we ask your spirit to speak to us as we open up your word, as we enter into this stream, stretching back millennia. We ask ourselves, what does it mean? What does it mean for days like these? What does it mean for times like ours? Would you speak in Jesus' name? There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. I will pour water on the thirsty ground, streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. They will spring up like grass in a meadow, like poplar trees 
by flowing streams. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of the sinner, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law he meditates day and night. He's like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season. And its leaf, its leaf does not wither. By the rivers of Babylon we sat and wept when we remembered Zion. There on the poplars we hung our harps. For there our captors asked us for songs. Our tormentors demanded songs of joy. They said, sing us one of the songs of Zion. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. And the angel, angel showed me the river of the water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb, down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city, and His servants will serve Him. They will see His face, and His name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. And he who is seated on the throne said, Look, I am making all things new. Also, he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. Jesus said to her, as he says to you and to me, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but whoever, who drink, whoever drinks of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty again. The water that I give them will be in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. All you who are thirsty, come to the waters. You who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk 
without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me. Eat what is good. You will delight in the richest affair. Give ear and come to me. Listen that you may live. Friends, where's it all coming from? Where's it all headed? Mystery to mystery. Deep to deep. It all comes from him. It all goes to him. As in Adam, all die. So in Christ, all will be made alive. But each in turn, Christ the first fruits, then when he comes, those who belong to him. Then the end will come when he hands over the kingdom of God to the Father after he has destroyed all dominion, all authority, all power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. And when it says everything has been put under him, it's clear that this does not include God himself who put everything under Christ. When he has done this, then the Son himself will be made subject to him who put everything under him so that God may be all in all. All in all. Let's pray. Where does it all come from? Where is it all going? Jesus promises that the water he gives will be a well of water welling up, springing up to eternal life, unsinkable and, and lasting, able to navigate the treacherous currents. This is the life that Christ connects us to. Friends, drink deeply from the fountain of life, from the peace that passes all understanding, from the love that shelters you and others from the storm, from the joy in any circumstance. Father, thank you for being with us, for us who are separated but together. We thank you for your word speaking. We thank you for you helping us navigate these times. Give us peace that passes understanding. Give us wisdom as we try to figure out what we should do to help and serve and love others. And we ask that you would give us strength for the days ahead. It's in Jesus' name we pray. It's for his kingdom's sake that we pray it. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're giving an offering as part of your worship today, you can do that online. We'll post a link in the comments. Please like and comment and share this video. And don't forget to reach out to each other during this time of physical distance. I love you all. Peace.